Hello and welcome to Straight From The Off, a podcast based around the amateur football scene of our fantastic city of Liverpool. I'm Michael Watson and each episode we'll bring to you a local footballer, past or present, who'll share their stories of glory and despair with us on Straight From The Off. So for 2022, the podcast has teamed up with Leduso, who are an activewear clothing brand. They give our listeners 15% off at checkout if you type in SFTO15 on the website. Um, check out the gear, it's great, and you get 15% dizzy just for being a, a listener of the show. Thanks to the lads there for helping us out. This episode's brought to you by Hat Scarf or a Badge. They're an online retailer of unofficial Liverpool FC-related T-shirts and merchandise. You can get in touch with them on Instagram and things like that. Thanks to Mick for the sponsorship and all the staff at Hat Scarf or a Badge. If you're a match going red, or even if you're not, check out the shop. Get down there and have a look at some of the stuff that they've got. Um, they've got on sale there, and some you know it pisses the club off as well if you buy them, which which I don't mind. Don't don't go to the. Uh, don't go to the club store, go to at Scar for the badge. So today's guest, we've got another uh, super slotter. We're getting the slotsman on it as we uh, as we as we come back. A keeper last week. Now we've got uh, a goalie's nightmare. So welcome to the show, Jamie Rainford. Thanks for having me, mate. Boss, right as I always started, Jay, straight from the off. How old were you when you first started playing? Who did you play for at first, and what team did you support? Um, how old was I? I was probably about. Three or four when I first started kicking the ball. Um, first team, probably me. Yeah, my earliest memory you'd probably be playing on the Piv in Lidland for yeah. a team called Saint Luke's. Um, decent little team, just just local lads really. Yeah, kids, is that where kid. you grew up, Lidlands? Lidland, mate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as everyone probably started their journey on the Piv. Yeah, the Piv. Boss, yeah, sure. must have been about a million kids on there a weekend. Yeah, they had big schmig on the other week from uh, from the Remy and. It, he said that was there, like like little stomping ground back back in the day. So, yeah, boss. So it's like round there was obviously the piv, then a bit further up the road, like into like Nedderton was the knack and all the that. Nach, it was a boss yeah. little area for for footy, man. It? it was, yeah. So and then you had Chaffers and Brookvale as well. Yeah, the Chaffers, were, yeah, boss them. They were good. Uh, yeah, the one had the running sack round. That that's going again now, isn't it? That was Chaffers, yeah. The Chaffers, yeah, yeah, yeah. decent. So the like the Crosby League, wasn't it? Yeah, Played on the Chaffers, I had a little yeah. go in there for yeah. a bit. Yeah, boss. So St Luke's, what were you like? Can you remember? Um, yeah, they were they were okay. We, I think, I was thinking about this today. We were always competing against like Savego, Crosby, Stewart teams. Yeah, who were dead established yeah, as a club. Aren't yeah, they? they were. Um, they were always the best team around as as we were growing up. Certainly, going into like early teenage years, especially yeah. at, uh, the leagues I played in. So, what um, what schools did you go to? Juniors and seniors. I went to uh, Land Road was my primary school. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had. Football, I don't think uh, around my time in primary school, I don't think they were um, they were too fussed with, yeah, with school not, teams. Not to be. No, no, they did years back because my brother they played at uh, Goodison for the schools. They right, had a yeah. decent little team, our Paul's team. Um, but then yeah, it kind of fizzled out when I was in school. Like they didn't really bother. I suppose it's it depends who's in charge, don't it? At the yeah. time, what teacher if, if they fancy it or not. But uh, we in junior school, we only seemed to have a team in the last year. I think. Before, and then obviously senior school, you, you go into senior school yeah. and have a few games. Where did you go, seniors? Seniors, I went to Lidlands I. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when that's when it started um, properly. Then, yeah, yeah, because we had we had a good teacher who was in charge of the sports, the sports side of things. Yeah. Um, Mr. Dempsey, he, he, I think at the time he had he had a link to Marine, so he was keen on his football. So he oh, took right, he kind of took took charge of us, and and it it just fell to him that. 
he had a good group of lads. We had some really good footballers, to be fair. Yeah, so basically, if you come to the end of your, your school life and, and you're not with a club, you could sort of, if you were good enough, he could direct you into the, the non-league there. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a pathway. Um, but he, he loved it. He loved it. And, and, and like I say, he had, he had a good group of lads. He had some, some really good players. Good stuff, mate. So back to your, your early years, Saturdays and, and Sunday, did you play both days or...? Um, I can't. No, I think it was just Sundays, really. Yeah. I think going back, maybe Saturdays from an early age, but then as you go into into your older years, 12, 13, 14, it was just Sundays then. Yeah. So was it always St. Luke's or any other teams around there? Um, what leagues would that have been in? Um, I think it was just St. Luke's. I think it was probably with them for a good, good few years. Probably was that would have been Bootland Liddleland League yeah, at the time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it was only, yeah, probably just them, to be honest with you. I didn't really, didn't really move around, not like I have done as I've got older. <laughs> yeah, done all, you, done all you moving when you got older. Yeah. Boss, mate, we'll, we'll, we'll cover all that as we go. So then, your school side, any any uh, any lads go on, go on to have a career in footy or, uh, or good non-league? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, there was a lad who, um, he was really good, Philly Townley. He went on to, think, I think he may have got a pro at Liverpool. Um he he was a bit unlucky with injuries. He was he was really good. He was a freak fill to be fair. Yeah, well um, what uh, what position was he? It's like a, a forward. He, he played up front with me. Um so the pair of us were a nightmare to play to play with each other because he'd want to score and I'd want to score. <laughs> so it didn't it didn't really work. But he was probably more of a left winger as he got a bit older. He was about six foot. He was just just a like in terms of an athlete, he was a he was a freak. Rapid power. Um, very skillful, probably peaked at about fourteen. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Physi- physicality. What wise. would have been your um, your year group at Liverpool then that he that he either went to? Who would he been with? He was. Um, well, he started off at Everton first when we were in high school. He was at Everton. He was with uh, Ocho, Paul Ocho, yeah, Ocho uh, yeah, yeah. Andy Fowler around that age. That age group he was with. Um, but no, he he was the standout. And then we had another lad who's had a decent little non-league career. He's played played for Chorley, I think it was the ISD man, Paul, uh, Paul Wolcott. He was really good central midfielder. Yeah. Um but the the three of us had been the three standouts. Who who was the uh, the rival schools then around the time? Just everyone around the Bootland sort of um, area. St. Wilfred's had been had been our, our rivals. Um but in same yeah, rivalry. We won the Sheffield Cup three three out of five years. So we I'd say we were probably the best yeah, in in um around the Sheffield schools. Yeah, yeah. Too. We won that Sheffield Cup for Hubert College, but I when we played for them I always felt it was a bit it was a bit cheating. It was like the it must have been the under eighteen Sheffield Cup, but we we weren't like all Shefton kids, you no, know. What I mean? no. So kids from, when you go to college, people come from everywhere, yeah. don't they? So, yeah. they? so they probably had a better catchment. Yeah, they yeah. Played that. Did we play in the final? I think it was. Uh, I think Christ the King or something from from Southport. Was it Christ yeah. the King? Oh, I don't know. What we lost know? our first one in in year seven. Maricourt. I think Maricourt beat us one nil at Marine. Yeah. Um, and then we we won the three three out of the next four. Decent. So. Um, Obviously, the the standard of like sort of you know, Sheffield Cup type type level compared to your normal, just you know, run of the mill Sunday league. How were you finding it? Obviously, being being one of the better players, all right. Yeah, it was it was like I say, probably the level the level I was playing on a Sunday probably weren't great. I've heard when I, when I've listened back to some some of the people you've had on yours and 
when they've grew up, they've been at academies and they, they tell the stories and, and it's great. But no, I, I didn't have that backstory with me. It was just half decent Sunday league team, lads who knew each other and my two decent fellas. Yeah. And it was just get out and go and enjoy playing footy on a Sunday with your mates. There was no, like, didn't win. Well, I don't think we did anyway that I can remember. It meant like winning loads of leagues and entering cups and winning trophies and that. It was just get out there and playing, score goals and just enjoy it. Yeah, about enjoying the footy. So what about the likes of like district footy, your Sheftons and schoolboys? Yeah, I played, no, I played for every year with Sefton schools. Um, yeah, I played, played pretty much every year, I think. Um, done okay. I, was, I think, thinking back at Sefton, I always remember this. I think I was the only one in the Sefton schoolboys team who were in an academy. Yeah, and I was scoring was like, like 15, 15, 20 goals in 15 games and stuff. But yeah, it's, I was the only one. I always It always sticks with me that. So did any of the, get any shouts to go to any of the academies or, or rumours that they were looking at you at, at these type of games? Because they'd, they'd have probably been there, wouldn't they, if, if their own lads were playing? Yeah, no, they, they'd have all been there. Um, no, to be honest with you, I, I don't think, looking back, I was never invited. No one, no one ever approached my dad or myself to... To go on trials in any clubs, no, I can't even like to even say yeah, to be honest. No, it's mad, isn't it? Especially if you're sort of um, doing the business at that level. Usually if, you, if you're if whacking goals in for schoolboys or districts, you're either got, you're going to either them, like the high category academies or you're getting a goal with the likes of your Wiggins and that back, yeah, back then. Yeah, well, we? well, loads of it. That's where I don't think there was no standout who was at like... Because I think anyone who was either at Everton or Liverpool he couldn't play for the, for the district anyway. Right. So so it was like lads who were at Paul Fail, Crew, Wigan. Um but now the manager used to say used to say to me that all the time. I, I can't understand why why no one's no one's talking. But again at that at that, that age it didn't really didn't yeah. really phase me to be yeah, fair. You're not, you're not that concerned, are you? I'd have loved it, don't get me wrong. I used to think missing something here, like why you know, other people remember someone who was playing for a playing for a Sunday team, I can't remember, it was on Beautiful Stadium. And a lad, yeah, a lad ended up getting a trial for Stockport, and I was thinking, how's that happened? He's crap to be fair to him, but it's one of them, isn't it? Yeah, if, if your face fits and you just don't know what they're looking for, do you? No, as well, at no. the same time, they, they, sometimes you like to take players that they think they can develop into, mm-hmm. and obviously something else. But uh, it's one of them. Usually, you hear of all like strikers not going to academies, and then they end up playing right back, don't they? For yeah, for yeah. like Liverpool or Everton or or whoever, like you say, and then the Paul Vales and stuff. So. Coming towards like the end of your, your school years, then was your um, what was the sort sort of goals for for the footy? Were you looking to to have a goal for the likes of Marine or anyone like that, or or are you just happy playing and scoring with with the lads? No, to be honest with you, a standout moment for me would be I must have been about fifteen coming up to towards the end of school, and I went with my dad and um, his mate Davy Parker. We went to watch a game at Marine on a Tuesday night. Um, when the likes of our Wacker, Peter Kamiski and that were playing. Yeah, yeah. Um and now we watched them. I didn't I didn't really know much about the non league scene then to be fair, but we watched that game and I was thinking there must have been a good few fans there. It was like a proper ground. Yeah. And I was thinking, yeah, I'd love a little bit of this win. Because I'd back I always back myself. I always thought I'd be good enough to to, to have a little go. Yeah. Um but that's a standout moment where I was watching that game and I was thinking, oh, I'd love a bit of this. Well, roughly what year would that have been? Um, early 2000s or something show me age you know uh, it's been early 2000s yeah it must have been going back about 
Yeah, bloody hell. It's about 20 years ago. Yeah. 19, 18, 19, 20 years ago. Top player, Waka, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah Waka, Braze, all them. Boss, Looked yeah. after me then. Yeah, it's top, top uh, so, so, obviously, fancying it and getting a goal is, is like, two different things. So, how did it sort of come about that you you, you got a goal round about round that scene? Um, I was playing for the Saltbox. Yeah. On uh, towards the end of the season, so when so I, was that the link with like Parker and that? Yeah, so, well, I grew up with all them, yeah. so so that was that was my local. I grew up as a kid, still still our local now. Um, so I was playing for them, obviously playing with my brother and the lads. Um, we had a good team, and um, a fella come to play for us, Obi. Yeah. Do you know Obi? Yeah, yeah. He so, come to play. Yeah, Obi, you ends up managing the manager. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so he come to play with us, um, and. At the time, I was going to games, going to watch Everton. Kind of not on a daily app when I left school, football wise. So I was playing on a Sunday with them. And he said to me after, he was like, Who do you play for? Are you playing on a Saturday? And I was like, No, I go and watch Everton with my brother. And uh, that's it, really. So he was like, I've just, we've just got the uh, the new ground at Bootle. We're moving into the counties. Come and have a go for me next season. Yeah. So I was buzzing and I was thinking, yeah, just after it. we'd left that, just after I'd gone. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, um, defo, yeah, it was little wetted my appetite. I thought, yeah, I'll have a little go with this. Especially uh, local as well, innit? Yeah, it was perfect. They had the new stadium, uh, well, the, the new ground. So, yeah, that that's pretty much where it all started for me then in, in terms of non-league. So, so we done well, didn't he, at Bootle Obi? So he, he had a lot of the Seaburn lads, didn't he, uh, at the time? So the likes of, I don't know, Jamie A, Silky and all them, like the young... Yeah. They, well... As I say, youngsters. They were youngsters for for Bootle at that time. Um, Staffold, the likes yeah, of all them. They had Paul, Paul Mach, Terry Mach, Bash, yeah, yeah Jamie yeah. A. Queenie. So uh, you'd have been playing basically against them for the Salty, wouldn't you? I'm with some of them, and then against if they were with the Sheben or the Solly or whoever. Yeah, you'd have been yeah. Playing against them yeah. on, a, on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, decent. So what was it like going in there, sort of? At that level with lads, you know, obviously a bit older than you, but they're, they're all touching 40 or in the 40s. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good because, like you say, I'd, I'd played against them already. I hadn't played against them. I'd seen them. I, I'd, if I, when I was a bit younger, I'd, I'd be watching the games yeah. at Buckley Hill or... And you know, you know that they were decent, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, so you, you knew, you knew. They, um, a lot, yeah, they were all very good players. So, no, it was it was good to good to be invited up there to go and play with them and um, really enjoyed it. I don't think I was there for, for long, to be honest with you. Um, I went to Marine from there then. Yeah. So what what was the deal for for going to Marine? Did you impress with Bootle and like playing against the likes of Marine or whatever, or just get invited up there to that basically have a go? And yeah, I think I think that's how it, it was. When Alvin McDonald was the manager, um, I can't I can't remember exactly how it how it come about. I think they may approach Bootle for me or to go up something along them lines. Yeah. Um, and I went up and to be honest with you, I didn't kick a ball. Didn't kick a ball for them, um, so I went went straight back to Bootle. Yeah. After a few weeks. So what was that about? How come just no no opportunity or no, just well, training? I, I was only I was only a young lad going in there when the likes of, of Wacker and um, Kevin Lynch, yeah, they yeah. were all experienced, you know, good good pros or good non league non league fellas. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't didn't kick a ball. I don't even think I made the squad for. For the couple of weeks I was there, so I went straight back. Obi went straight back with Obi. Uh, played games. He got sacked. They put Amazing. Kevin Lynch in charge. Yeah, and he comes straight back for me. Um, and I played. I think I played. Made me debut away to Gaisley. 
and um, got man of the match, played up front, got man of the match, um, got a bottle of wine off Team Windsor after the game and yeah. a little presentation and that, awesome. that was it then. That was that was probably a couple of games left, maybe the second to last game of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then that was where it really started for me. So were you thinking then to yourself, get a, get a good pre-season in and then obviously come back far and see, see what I can... See what I can do. Yeah, definitely. Um, which is which is exactly what I've done. But he'd, he'd made a couple of signings, and to be fair to Kevin, he was honest with me. He'd signed a kid, Neil Black. I think yeah, who'd yeah. been around a little bit. Yeah, he played for Beetle and that Black, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he, um, that was his. That was his man. To be fair to him, he was going to run with him, and obviously Wacker was Wacker was always going to play. And um, but I thought, no, I'll, I'll back myself. I'll I'll get a chance, and it's up to me then. Which is what I've done. I'll never forget it. We went away to North Ferriby first game of the season, and I was on the bench, so I wasn't uh, wasn't too pleased. Um, and it was nil nil. We'd missed a few chances. They weren't really added up front, so I was thinking, just desperate to get me on. Yeah. Um, stretching, leaning on the gaffer. I stretching. was doing it for eight, but he made two. <laughs> he made two changes. So at that point, I think I'd, I'd, I'd seen my ass a little bit, and then he threw me on with about five minutes to go, and I come. I come straight on, got put one on one with the centre half, went past him and slotted. Yeah. And uh, that was probably one of the best feelings I've had that. And then um I think from then on, I must have went on and scored about thirteen in, in, in ten or fifteen games. Just so just took and the kid never got back in and Neil Neil Black never ever got back in. I think he left. Yeah. I think he left pretty much halfway through the season. He was done then. See, that's what happens in it, I suppose if you know if you fancy yourself as, as a bit of a player and, and obviously forwards have, you've got to you've got to be that type you've got to have that type of attitude aren't you if you're out, to get, if you're out the team for, for 10 or so games and the person in front of you is doing the damage you know you think to yourself can I, can I wait around here or am I going to have to get a, a little a little move somewhere or a little loan somewhere just, just to play and keep your hand in because people don't wait around forever do they no no I, luckily for me at the time I was only young so I think I must have been around 20 at this time. So I tie had time on my hands, but I wouldn't have waited. Um, but I knew. And then sometimes things just happen and it works. Like that first game, coming on with five minutes to go, nil-nil. I scored, you know, I scored the winner and never yeah, looked back at him. Confidence booster from that yeah, state. Yeah, away, I think, I don't even think he threw me in for the next game. Um, I can't remember. I think it was Ashton United at home at Marine. And... Uh, Similar scenario again. I come on and scored, and then it just got to the point after two or three games where yeah. he, could, he couldn't couldn't leave me out. You could say that's good management, couldn't you? Swish on the bounce, he's kept you on like hungry, ready to get on, and then just let, let yeah, you go on a little, yeah, on and a then little run. to the point where he, he just couldn't he couldn't leave me out. Then so what are the uh, what are the fans like with you? Obviously, they love a uh, they love a goal scorer there, but when you hit a bit of a run like that, that they think they must be thinking to themselves, we've got ourselves a little uh, a youngster here who's slotting all the time with the. Uh, Good with you, yeah. No, they were. It was a, it was a cracking club. Um, they had they had a good fan base, not as big as what they've got now. The way the way they are now, it's stuck off. But no, they they were great with me. Yeah. Um, it was a, it was a lo- cracking club. Um, good manager in place with Kevin. Good lads around me with the likes of Wacker. He took me under his wing. He had Philly Braze there. Um, other good lads, the OZ, the yeah. likes of them. He had, yeah. he had good players there. Good, really good Schmock players. Was there at the time? Was he there for a bit? No, I think he come in the season after. I think he come in in that summer. Lawless, was he in and out? No, well, was he, he already gone then? He yeah. went in. No, we you're had. Are, you're out of then, aren't you? Compared yeah. To, to to my age, lads. Yeah. yeah. No, we had. Uh, he had Joe Parker. Uh, Joe Parker. Uh, Joe Parker. Uh, he had Joe Fowler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lee Powell. 
Ja, passt. Ja, gut Brauni. Ja, er ist der, der schon Krach und Play ist, to be fair. Ja, passt. So, um, after you go on your little run, then, you sort of, you've only got to, I suppose, put a decent run together and start knocking goals in continuously at each week at that level for other teams to start sniffing around. You're having you either just the league above or into the non-league. It's whether it's, it's how they try and get you out of there, isn't it? Is is the whole point really? So yeah. did, after you were, you were doing the business, did the uh, stick it on a contract or anything like that? No, no. Because what happened next was in the summer, I'd booked a holiday to Thailand. Yeah. So I'd booked two weeks to Thailand because obviously he told me this is he's gonna play. You're not gonna get much of a chance. So I thought right. Well, so anyway, stupidly enough, I'd booked a fortnight in Thailand with my cousin. Um, so that come after like. I'd score, I think it was like 13 and 15 games, so I was, I was, I was flying. Um, and I should have, probably should have not went, but, you know, you, it's never going to happen. You spent a few quid on all of them. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> um, and I went, and then, obviously come back, and it just killed me rhythm. Um, tried to do a little bit of training out there, but it, it, just, it just wasn't the same. I come back and... Training on catamarans with uh, <laughs> Malibu and Coke and that. Um, yeah, so it didn't happen. And then I come back from there just before Christmas and I think I finished. Didn't didn't have the best finish to the season, but I'd already done enough for them to to kind of know that yeah, they had something with yeah, me. Therefore, yeah. So, so yeah, that's somebody put me on a contract then. So what, what was the... Um, yeah, obviously, I won't, you won't say about like Joe or whatever, but... Uh, had you already stopped playing Sundays then? Well, when she were at Marie Marau trying to yeah. contract, I just knocked yeah. really yeah. the best out of it. Yeah, yeah, because I'd always, yeah, I'd probably try and be as professional as I could, which is, you know, which is what I've always tried to do. So, for them to stick it on a contract, what was the like the incentive of it? I know that, you know, you probably put your job up a bit, but were you thinking you didn't really want to sign a, a contract, or were you thinking, no, go ahead, I'll have, I'll have a go with that guarantee money and... Yeah, no. To be fair, I I, I was um, I was buzzing with it. To be fair, because to be offered the contract, I was thinking, well, you know, I'm doing, yeah, I'm yeah. doing something right. I must be doing really well. Um, so so I was I was proud of that. But the it, looking back, it was the worst mistake I ever made because I went in there on the pretenses of signing a year deal and I signed a two year contract, right? Which was never discussed, never agreed, and I'll never forget it because I went in. Sean Doherty went in after me. They put me, he just signed. Yeah, yeah. So or he just signed with a few games left. And so they put him on a contract as well. And I signed a two year. And I knew at the time, but it, it felt a little bit where I should have just looked back. I should have went, like, what's that? But I didn't. And, and stupidly enough, I signed it. Um, and, and it looking back as we, we got, probably go into it moving on. But biggest mistake I ever made. Yeah, because obviously that puts a, a cost on your head, doesn't it, for any. Any potential shooters around the the, the the pyramids above? Yeah. So after you'd signed your contract and stuff, and and after you'd got that first season out of the, out of the way, was it um, you know, steady at the level? Were you just were you finding it easy enough? In, yeah. In good form. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was um, very comfortable at the level. Uh, I think I'd scored about twenty five before Christmas, yeah. so I picked up where I'd left off. Um, think I had at the time, they, they give me a list of clubs who were looking at me, there's about 15 clubs across the country who, who, who were really interested in me, but, um, and Sean, Sean's always, he's, he, he, his dad had spoke to me after a game and was like, look, I, I want to put you in touch with someone you're going to need 
probably going to have clubs coming after you in January. You're going to need someone to to try and help you, which was good, which he did. It put me in touch with a fella who, who was who was a, who was a top fella, um, but it didn't matter because when he did come in January, I was I was I couldn't do anything because I was tied to another eighteen months on a contract. Yeah. Um, and it's all then about how much they've got to pay to get yeah, you out of it. Yeah, which Marine wouldn't put because they were they were expecting a bit more come January. They wouldn't put a price on me. They wouldn't put like a couple of grand on me or five, ten grand, whatever it, whatever they see fit. They, they wouldn't do it. So yeah. when a couple were looking, they they didn't know. They they were just expecting someone to come in and have a bit more, and they'd, they'd make a fortune. Obviously, you wouldn't hear about. You wouldn't hear. They're not going to tell you everyone that's coming in for you, are they? Or the, the prices that the sort are offering? No. Then you can just tell the clubs, listen, they're saying he wants seven grand or ten grand. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what you're going to have to... Well, some did because he was close. He was He's only local, the fella who it was, and, and he was quite close with John Coleman and Emma Rackrington, and they were saying, look, we'd take him, but he just can't give you a penny. Give you a pre-season friendly in a bag of balls or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But oh, that's, that's how it is, isn't it? Really? Yeah. You, I mean, they can't... Um, that could be like their old budget for whatever, couldn't it? Just just blown. I'm not saying it, it would have been a risk or whatever, but it's it, yeah, well, it's, it would it's have been. Risk, it's a risk that they don't really, they're not prepared to take unless it's for nothing. Yeah, you know I mean? well, thingy on Notts County had come up to Alex Ray, had come up to watch me. Um, he'd been up to watch a couple of games and, and they, they invited me and I went down in January with them. I spent two weeks down there with them. Yeah, but going back to what you were saying then about it being a risk. Um, I'd done really well. I'd thought I'd done done enough really, but the situation I was in was the other the other lad there who'd been released by Rangers, Alan Gow, yeah. who played Champions League football. He was available on a free, so they had me who they had to pay a fee for, who was a risk, or they had a lad with Champions League experience who they were probably luckily lucky to have at the time. Yeah. So yeah, so that's what they said to me. They were like, "You've done well, but you know we." The club one. I think I think in the end, because at the time Notts County had just played Man City in the FA Cup, they got a replay with Man City. So would have generated a few quid for them. So Marine, I think at the time, I think they, they wanted about fifty grand for me and they just said it's never gonna happen. It's yeah. So happen. how did you find out about the interest of Notts County then? Uh through through Simon. Yeah. So so he he'd spoke, I think he had a good he, he must have been on a personal level with Paul Ince. So we'd just gone through him and he'd sent Alex Ray up to watch me a few times. And So what was the script going going uh, down there then? Just dig it down there, stay in digs? And no, they put me up in, the, in uh, the, uh, the Marriott Hotel in Nottingham. Looked after me really well, to be fair. Um, Alex cool. Ray had come and get me and take me to take me to the ground and get sort of a training and stuff. It was what good. Were the, um, what was the facilities like there? It was good. It was good. They used to get trains at the ground, have something to eat and that there, and then I think the training ground was about five minutes away. Yeah, um, which wasn't too bad. What, you just what was drive. he like, Paul Ince? We had a few mixed stories about him. Some say he's great, and then others go, "Ah." Oh, well. When he was there, yeah. When he like, when he was there, no, because that that's what I mean. Yeah, he was. He didn't really have much to do, to be honest with you. I think you you I barely seen him. Yeah, I barely seen him. Yeah, I'd seen him a few times. Um, he'd watch the game. He'd, he'd put a game on at the stadium. And and then they kept me down there for two weeks. So I thought I've, I've probably done enough. If if he's not taking much of an interest, then they've kept me here after he's seen me in a game. I thought, well, I was looking at it thinking, well, I've done enough here because he's kept me down here. He hasn't turned up. 
Yeah, just usually you, you don't get two weeks, do you? Couple, no, couple no, of, no. Couple of days to, to train and then they, they might throw it throw you in a game somewhere. Yeah, throw it. I thought off the back of them bringing me down for another week. I thought, well, I've, I've probably done enough here. But again, I understood the situation regarding the finances. That Why are they going to pay very a lot of money for yeah, me yeah. when they can just take him for free and put him on a six-month deal, get rid of him in the summer if it doesn't work out? So what was the sort of agreements... Um, with Marine, but Marine obviously happy for you to go up there. Was that was that? Did you say that was January then? Yeah, it was. So, I couldn't go till till January. Yeah. So did you miss a few games for Marine while you were up there? They obviously no, did. because they were travelling. I think the first the first week I was down there, they were going to Southampton. So on Friday, I went out. I come home Thursday night on the first week because they were travelling Friday morning. Right. Yeah. So I th- I think I played. I can't remember whether the game may have been called off. Um, around that time in January where you lose games but off the top of my head I, c- I can't really remember yeah, to be honest Marina like that aren't he fingers crossed here. oh fucking hell oh, he was yeah the chairman the yeah. chairman was he, he He was desperate for me to go to be fair but it's got a, you know coffers coffers in the pot's great but it, it's the publicity that goes with it as well isn't it you know, we, uh, you know we, we've we've produced another lad who's gone on to play league footy and, and you know they're open that it you know it it's the papers and all that. So obviously you go back to me and you just say, look, we you know we've got what we consider a better option on the table. What was it like going back then? Were you sort of to go back with a spring in your step, like as if to say, no, to I've, be, I've, played, I've I've gone and done all right there and impressed. No, I was, but yeah, I was, I was, I was buzzing with, you know, from me from a personal point of view, I was very happy with with how it went. But true story was, I think in the training say. The following week, we were training at the ground, and uh, we were doing crossing and finishing. And the the agent at the time, who we had Simon, he come to the ground, and he ended up getting an asbo from Marine off the FA because he got the chairman in a headlock. Did he? Yeah. True story. True story. Yeah. Um, Shame on you, love the place. No, he did because he was saying you've 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 just cost the kids the chance of earning a good living, or certainly you know having a go in professional football. Yeah. Um, so we did the chairman came out to get him off the, off the ground and he got him at headlock got him launched hey, by, the, by the Crosby Plaza eh? yeah Turf got an ass off the FA so, <laughs> so you've gone back there then and is it one of them where you're thinking so so close to, to obviously getting me foot in the door in pro footy um, but basically I've just got to get my head down and, and carry yeah. on doing what I'm doing and, and see what comes of it yeah which is what I've done again I had um, I got people around me with Kevin and, and, and Waka they, they, they understood the situation so they were just like look get your head down score as many as you can and in the summer I'm sure you know someone someone will come in again and because and, um, he always spoke well about me Lynch I think it's when we remember the pink echo yeah. on a Saturday morning you always had the um, the pink echo pull out was it in the middle yeah, yeah, like the non-league. Yeah, Saturday yeah. evenings, yeah. Well, yeah. The old, old one, yeah. Yeah, so he always, he always spoke well about me, Kevin. So, yeah, he just said to me, get your head down, try and finish the season as best you can, score as many goals as you can, um, which which is what I've done. I finished with good numbers. But I had a year left, so it was irrelevant, really, what what I'd done because I was tied down for another year. Yeah, so unless obviously someone pays a fee for you. Yeah, well, the, the situation was, there was there was, there was was two, um, there was me and a lad called Ross Anna. At the time, we were neck and neck all season. I think I finished on 36. He must have had about, I think he, he had about 40. He went to Bradford on two years in, in League One because he was he was free. Right, yeah. So he was off because it it wasn't a risk. You get him for nothing, pay him, a, you know, put him on a, an half decent contract and yeah. 
even yeah, even yeah, so months or months or you're taking it out, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. Even at twelve months, whatever whatever they offered you. So and he went on to have a decent career in I think he played League One, League Two football for for a long time, though. So yeah, looking back, that was the biggest, biggest regret I've got with signing that contract because yeah. you never know what may have happened. So your last year of your deal there, obviously you know that unless someone comes in with half decent money, they're not gonna let you go. What way were where were Marines situated in the league around about the time. We were always um, mid-table, always have a little go, and then probably just just falter off a little bit. And we'd always never never in trouble, never looking like. But with the team, with the squad he had, we should have done a lot better because um, we we did have a good squad, good some good really good individual players. But no, we mid-table. It was always just a mid-table team, really. So when it's coming towards the end of your contract, there are you looking to? Stay at Marine, but not on a contract, or are you, are you not no, well, looking to move out? No, that move summer out. I was gone. That that summer I was gone then. Um, Chester, Chester coming and bought me. So you got a team in our level who were in the same league who, who were prepared to pay, but they just started, hadn't they? They just become fans owned. They yeah, were getting yeah. three or four thousand fans. And they, yeah, they just want to work through the divisions as quick as Yeah, they, they just won the league below. So they'd just come into the Evo Stick Prem, it was at that time. To be honest, they don't look at it probably as a risk because they're thinking we've got a lad here who's probably, you know, league league footy quality. He's hitting them type of numbers. Signs for us, gets us up a division or two or whatever, and then that that's our, our money's worth. So yeah. did they, so they had to pay for you. Yeah, they paid. Yeah, they yeah. paid a few bob for me. Um, so they, were they always um, open open to that money, even if from a, a team in the same league? Yeah. Oh yeah, it didn't matter. Whoever whoever had paid them the most money. They, 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 were, um, they, they were more than happy for me to go because yeah, it happened it was like a rival for promotion didn't matter. Or whatever, not didn't matter no the chairman wanted the money because it happened pretty much I think we had a we went to the ADOC races and Kevin had said to me at the end of it he was like oh, we, we need to see you um, can you come in on Tuesday or Monday night whatever it was so I was like yeah yeah no problem so I came in and, and he'd said him and the chairman had just said look we've accepted this from, from Chester Chairman was half kicking me out the door. <laughs> <laughs> great opportunity, great opportunity. So you best go on for it. But and Kevin was like, "Look, I'd take your time." To be honest with you, I wouldn't be in a rush. Season's only just finished. Um, but then when I went to Chester, exactly what you said before, when I went down to Chester to meet the manager and and, and have a chat with him, and I seen the stadium, and I seen the pitch, and I was thinking, four thousand fans at this level. Yeah. Playing in the probably the best team in the league next season, score fifty or sixty goals. I'll kick on, and you know, I've just done that for it for 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 a, a decent team. Like put me in this team. Yeah, you just looked at like the the structure there. And yeah, because yeah, that that's probably as close to, to pro footy as you're getting at that well, level, isn't it? That that the, was the, that the, was the that was how I was seeing it because I thought you know you're playing here in front of four thousand fans. You couldn't get that in League Two or. You know, you'd have to go to a big League One club to, to have the same of yeah. what these can offer me. So once I went there and spoke to Neil Young at the time, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm signing here, this is me. So who else was there at the time in that, that Chester team? Um, there was a lad who I'm now very close with, Michael Taylor, centre-half. He'd, he'd played at Blackburn and and uh, Cheltenham. He'd had a good good yeah. career in, non- in, in, sorry, in, in league football and then that that was where I first met Michael. He was he was a really good centre half. Um, there was a couple of couple of uh, Robbie Bood and Michael Powell. They were they were yeah, two yeah. of the scousers. They were there. Yeah. Um, 
and and me that was that was our little car school. Uh, but they had some they had some really good players. Some really they would. And they had a team. good a good record as well. Chester of you know having having lads who've kicked on or fellas who'd eventually drop down to there and play you know towards the end or whatever. And they yeah. Had a good, uh, so Vaughan is still in charge then? But did you just talk no. about, oh, so he'd left for the fan the fan Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. twelve months previous, I think they'd reformed themselves, kept yeah. the stadium, I think. So it was after like, after Mark Rice and that. Yeah, yeah. Were, yeah. So I think when that happened, I think they, they must have had about a year out and then they reformed. Started in the excuse me, in the Evo stick first. Won that out of cancer, come straight up and then and, and went straight up again. And I think they went straight up again after that through the conference. Yeah, boss. Boss. So then you've you've sort of landed there uh, straight away. Did you have to go and contact with them? though? obviously, they yeah, yeah, they, they, they got, you got no choice. Yeah, then, they you? they put me on a two year contract, but at the time I didn't. It, it, it I was made up because the, the security of what what they were. When I was at Marine, the, the, you know, I went on a contract. It wasn't even worth me financially. It wasn't worth, but it, it wasn't worth me while. But it didn't matter to me. I'd have played for free to be playing at that level. Yeah. Um. But then when I went to Chester, they. They they put me on a on a really good so deal. What, to be was fair. it more um, was it was it more professional in terms of training and, and what was yeah. expected of you and all that? Yeah, it was massive. It was massive. It was it was it was as close to being a professional without being a professional. That's that's how the that's how they they operated. Yeah, decent. And then what what was it like? Obviously playing in front of the fans and all that when you you've got your first uh, your first run out in, in the stadium with a with a. Uh, Bit of a pack it though. was, do you know what? It was brilliant. Um, I didn't play. I'd had an operation in June, um, and I wasn't meant to, which I didn't tell them about because I thought if I tell them about this operation, they might not want me. So I didn't say nothing anyway. Um, I wasn't meant to, to train for eight weeks, but Chester were back in on the 23rd of June, so I just had to suck it up and get on with it. I went, um, and then after about two weeks, he phoned Kevin, he phoned Lynchy. And was like, is he a slow starter? He said, he's at the back and everything. And Kevin was like, no. He said, he's, he's a front runner, he's a fit kid, he, he looks after himself. So, but Kevin knew. So he told him, so he pulled me after and he went, right, look, you're not going to kick a ball now until the, 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 the last week before the season starts. He should have just been up front with me and told me and we'd have looked after you, whatever. Uh, which is what he'd done. And then we played Airbus the week before. Yeah. Uh, pre-season game. And he brought me on just after our time. I think there's about fifteen hundred fans there for a friendly and a scored and it was brilliant. Um So what yeah. had you done? What was the injury you were I'd had I'd had braces, I had braces at the time. So I had to get an operation on my jaw. Right. So I had to get my jaw broke and then oh, realigned. Um, yeah, so three weeks later I'm doing I'm doing a seven mile run on Chester Canal. When he you know, I think it was I had the diet on mashing gravy. Yeah. So <laughs> I no, was, no I was, solids. Yeah, so I was physically, I was in a bad place. Um, but yeah, I, I just got on with it. I should have told him really. Wouldn't it? It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, but, especially uh, when it, if it's not like a knee injury or something that could affect yeah, your footy yeah. going forward. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't know that, but this this came out later, and then yeah, sorry, yeah, but I should have, I should have just been up front with them, and it wouldn't have been wouldn't so, have mattered. So come on, come on back when you when you're fit and the. Getting back into the team, I, I know it was just the same level, but with a different team. How did you find it sort of settling in and that? Good, really good. Um, little bit of a setback, obviously, through what through the operation I had in June, so I couldn't really do normally what I, what I would have done leading up to going back to pre-season. But 
No, I was in a good place. The the the, the fans had talked to me really well. Obviously, it came in with kind of a high hopes from from everyone at the club, and then the first game of the season started. I was on the bench. Um, come on, I think we draw them. It was one all. Come on, uh, I think there's all four thousand fans there. Won a penalty, so I, I had the ball. So no one was taking it off me, and I and I was I could see the headlines the next day. The, the, I think it the old send the shot and it was called that was full and I telegraphed the penalty keeper saved it yeah. and it, and, <laughs> and that was the end like really when I was saying before about Marine when things happen and it, it, things, it, some things will just happen for you well that happened but it didn't happen to go for me Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas if I'd have scored that penalty my chest career would have probably been a lot different but from missing that penalty onwards it quickly knows dive Sort sort of moments that that uh, shape what's what's going to happen yeah, in the future. Yeah, because yeah. if I scored that penalty, we win the game two one. You're off and running, then you you kick on because that's kind of how my career's always gone. I'd score, and you go on a little run where you score five or six, in and you might yeah, go a few like games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of that pattern's always happen for me. And I just look back on some things and think that just wasn't meant to be. I missed that. Come on, wins the penalty, misses the penalty, and. Yeah, it was so that soon. Could you could you sort of sense it wasn't weren't going right for you? Yeah, what are you thinking to yourself a minute, two years earlier, what's what am I gonna do? Yeah, um, yeah, because they were winning games. I think they won the first 10 games, so I just couldn't get in. And I come on, he'd give me half an hour games when you're winning three, and when you sat on the bench thinking, get me on here, I'll get chances. and you're winning 3-0, the game's done, and you're coming on with 20 minutes to go, and I just couldn't score. Keepers would be making great saves, would be missing chances, I should have been scoring. So I quickly seen how it was gonna how it was gonna pan out, to be fair. So what what was that? What how did that look like then? A conversation with the gaffer or what are you doing? No. <laughs> what happened was we played um we played Bradford Park away. I was on the bench, got beat one nil. I think he threw me on with the last five minutes and then after the game I was just getting drugs abuse on social media. I think it was Facebook at the time. I was getting slaughtered. Yeah, Facebook, eh? My space. Well, <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupidly enough, when I signed there because of all the attention I was getting, I was had you know, I was accepting friendly quests and all daft stuff like that, looking back. But um so a couple of my mates started saying like started sticking up for me and giving them loads back yeah. saying who do you think you are like you think you're a Barcelona you're a non-league football club sort your head out so I started commenting saying and I, and I think I called them only the four or five who were giving me loads I called them Muppets the next minute it was screenshotted all over the Chester forums where they've got like thousand people on there yeah. and <laughs> rain for calls Chester fans Muppets and then the next day I get a phone call off the manager and he was like what have you done and I was like, well, I wasn't calling everyone. Every, I said it was just the, the, the three of I said, I'm getting abuse for a game. I didn't even play. They come on for the last five minutes. I said, and I'm, I'm you know. Um, so, yeah, he just said, look, we, we're going to have to get you out. He says, you don't have, you're going to have to go out on loan. So I was like, Sam, whatever. Um, and then the best thing that could have happened to me was the Halifax, once a me were in the conference, which was... Yeah, steps above so I was like wow yeah I'll have a bit of that and they were playing Charlton in the FA Cup third round and I went cup tied and he'd said to me I'm going to let you go you can play in the FA Cup you're straight in 
So I was like, get me, get it done quick. Yeah, get me. Um, yeah. And and then yeah. So from that that moment, I went to Halifax on loan. Uh, done an initial months loan. Played Chel. At Ch- uh, I can't remember who we played now, but my first game was at Cheltenham's ground. I forget who it was. Started me straight away. Aspen threw me straight in. And then the next Sunday was Charlton and the FA Cup live on ITV. No way. So I was like, wow, I fell on my feet here. Um, and he trusted me to be fair. I think I scored, I stayed there for two months, scored six and nine for them. Um, but he couldn't sign me. They couldn't They couldn't take me for a third month. They had to, I don't know how the rules work, but they couldn't get me anyway for another month. Yeah, it couldn't be like a continuous loan. Yeah, so I'd agreed. He'd pulled me and said, look, I'm going to go to the board. Um before I do it, are you gonna stay? So I was like, yeah, I'll be daft enough. Why would why would I leave? Um, but at this point, Chester had been getting, uh, you know, like a bit of analysis from from the games and seeing the goals that scored. That scored some really good goals. So he was like, Youngy got in my head then, and he was like, listen, that's the the player we're seeing now is the player we signed. Like we want you back. Like come back and. Win everyone over type thing. You're going straight in. They were playing um, Ebb's Fleet away in the FA Trophy. I think it was. He was like you straight. So in. he's obviously seen you do damage at the higher level and thought, well, you know, that, that that's is, who that we wanted. Yeah. yeah, what we've seen isn't what we wanted. But now you're playing and you you kind of find form. This is the player. So daftly enough, I uh, I listened to him and thought, yeah, I'm going to go back. So I had to say to to Halifax, look, I'm I'm going to stay. Um, stayed, played away to Ebb's Fleet in the FA Trophy. We got beat 3-2, I scored. Thought I played really well. Plays the next league game at Chester at home. And that was the last game I played. I think we drew we drew one all or we got beat 1-0 maybe. And I was on the bench the next game and he didn't bring me on. He made three subs. So as soon as he made his, three sub, his third sub... I just walked, picked my stuff up and walked straight down the tunnel to the dressing room and got changed. And that was it then. So what, did you have to, uh, with being under contract, did you have to have a conversation about sort of getting out of there? No, he phoned me. He phoned me about a day or two later, youngie. And he was like, oh, look, it's Halifax have come back in for you. Um, it's probably best that you go. So I said, well, j- just get it done. Don't phone me again. Just tell me when it's done and... Don't bother me Did again. you feel like let down because of what he'd said? What he'd said when you had the chance to, yeah, well, not like sort of talk on your arc, staying there the first time. Yeah, but I understood because football's selfish, isn't it? It's a selfish yeah. sport. Especially managers will, gaffer, yeah. yeah, managers will, will do and say what suits them at the time and suits their agenda. But by no means am I blaming Neil Young for what happened to Chester. I'm, you know, I'm fully, fully aware it was uh, it went wrong because of me. You know, I'm the only one to blame for you can't carry on at, at that level and stature at that club the way I did at the time. I had to play the game and I've seen other people do it and it's not me. I can't like salami down people or be a creep when I'm not and it would have worked because you see other people play yeah. the game and, and it works for them. But at the time I was I was probably a bit immature and a bit stupid and thought I could do and carry myself in the wrong way at that time and, and it was it was solely my fault why it didn't work out which which I'm gutted about because it would have been a great opportunity and a good platform for me to really kick on but, so, so did you get the chance to go back to Halifax then from there yeah so funny story was he phoned me Neil Young and he was like have, have you spoke to them I said no 
he said, right, leave it with us. So he texted me, he said, um, Aspen said, if you want to sign for him, you'll, you'll phone him. So I said, right, okay. So I phoned him and he was like, he just gave it to me for about five minutes. Who do you think you are? Um, you give me your word, you were staying and this, that, the other. You, you know, you humiliated me and that. And I just said, look, I'd have my head turned. I said, from my point of view, I always felt I could come back here. I'd done well for you. At Chester, if I didn't give it one more go, I'd have, I'd have probably regretted it. At least now I can put closure on it and say, well, it didn't work out. Um, which he understood. But again, from a manager's point of view, I was doing well for him at the time. Yeah. So he was probably a little bit let down that I didn't stay. So, yeah, quickly that was forgot about and went up the ground that day and signed. Decent. So what what type of uh, contract you have to sign there or, or length of deal, whatever? <clears throat> 18 months. Yeah. So finished the season and then and then another year. So what could you recapture the form that that you got there in loan on loan when you um, on, on your contract? No, to be honest with you, no. Um, and again, why I always think things just happen for a reason in football, certainly for myself. Um, and John Newby, he's just released the book, Annie he, Noobs? Yeah, yeah. He mentions it in his book. I come on, and he's told me this before himself. We played my first game was Colwyn Bay away. So he said to me, look, we've won the last couple. You're not straight in, but you're coming on at half-time or just after half-time, be ready. She had no problem. And I come on and I probably played the best 45 minutes of football I've ever played in my life, but I didn't score. And I'm like, being aware I've gone clean through, just gone to pass it in the bottom corner and it's hit a bobble and come off my shin pad. Uh, one way, full-backs fired one across the 18-yard box. I've got a tap in, it's gone through my legs. Yeah, little moments yeah. where you look back and think, I should have scored four. And if I would have scored four, I'd have, I'd have kicked on and, and probably had a good second half to the season. Um, and no, that game, that game bypassed me and I, I don't think I scored for about five or six games then. So it was kind of where I was just expecting to pick up where I left off, I didn't. Um, and it just didn't quite work out. And like what you said before about going on hot streaks, it's, I suppose for... For strikers' confidence is evident, isn't it? You, you put them first few in, you're on the crest of a wave, aren't you? For a, for a few weeks away, anything that you seem to it goes in. Yeah, and you have them days, isn't it? When you when couldn't well, it, it, yeah, it, no, that's what it was. It was one of them days that you look back and I can picture the chances clear as day where you think, oh, how's that happened? Yeah. Like the one right backs put a ball across the box where I'd started to play, good move and. Gone to just tap it in an empty net, like a side for finishing, it just flew through my legs. And so you look, but yeah, like you're saying, you know, that comes off your shinny and goes in, even just getting one in that game, you're up and running, you might go on a little run or two or three, and it buys you a bit of time then, but it didn't happen. What was a newbie like? John was sound, so I comes on to John a a little bit later on because (laughs) I fell out with the manager then at Halifax, um, not long after me signing, so... No, sorry, that was no, that was the next season. Sorry, with John, I ended up going to Colwyn Bay on loan. I had a little loan spell with him there. Yeah, yeah. But he was electric when he was a kid. Yeah, he, he was good. Yeah, he was. He was a nice fella as well. Really nice fella. Yeah, boss, mate, boss. So, play, so you've you've sort of gone there. It hasn't worked out the second time now. You've had, like you said, then little spat with the manager. Are you just looking to get get out anywhere and play play footy um, for for whoever you can round the round No, round. well, well, what happened was. I had a, I fell out with him, um, and I ended up getting back in. It was again another. It was when Everton, remember Everton played Sunderland in the FA Cup, 
quarter-final and it beat them 2-0. Probably not. Stadium alight. It was the first time we went to, I think we played Man U in the, in the semi-final after yeah, it, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that night. That year, we, 2009. Yeah. So we were playing, um, we were playing guys, it was a six-pointer because we were both going for the playoffs. And uh, I drove, it was, I, I was driving, Sean Clancy was on loan from Fleetwood at the time, so I was driving, me and him in. And he left me out the squad. Just like a shock, just completely left me out the squad. And had a little dig at me. And you travelled, yeah. And I drove in as well. So just the way I reacted, I could never, I could never, um, if I wasn't playing, I didn't fully know how to like accept it. So I used to be a little bit of a nightmare in that yeah, situation. Yeah. My emotions would get the better yeah. of me because, yeah. you know, I, I live to play football. That's all mm-hmm. I wanted to do. So I picked my bag up and said to Sean, you'll have to get someone to pick it up. I'm going. And he was like, what? I said, I'm off. I said, I'm, I'm gone. Fuck that. I walks out and I found my dad had just come out. He was out, or he he made their husband at the time, but the assistant and they were setting up on the pitch. And I found my dad and I was like, I'm going. And he was like, What are you doing? Go back. So if you go, you're done. Like, you do know you're done. And I was glad tears in my eyes at the time. Yeah, just fit full of Yeah, I was like, human, yeah. yeah. So, and he was like, Do me a favour, just go back. Like, before you leave that ground, you know it's over. I was like, I've gone too far. I'm, I'm going. And I got in my car and went, anyway, um, he phoned me, he phoned me that night after the game and I didn't answer to him because I knew, I, I always knew I'd do something on emotion and I'd know I'd think, oh, I've gone too far here. Yeah, and then, the and then after I'd regret it, yeah. and I was like, but he had, he had a loss in his family that night, which made it like a million times worse. So the chairman phoned me the next day and I had to go and, I, I had to go and meet him that night, the chairman, and he was like, you know, what you've done, you're out of order, what you've done, bang out of I said, I know, look, I apologise. I just felt he shouldn't have left me out. And he was like, look, I didn't feel he should have left you out, but he's the manager. He'll pick and choose who he wants. You'd have to accept that, which I did. Um, once the dust had settled, and uh, I said, look, look his, he was going, you're going to have to make this right. Like, we've just, just bought you off Chester. There's no way, like, we're, we're letting this go. So, anyway... I had to phone him the next day and apologise and, and he just gave give it to me to be fair, which I fully deserved. But he gave me an olive branch. He was like, come back, apologise to everyone and keep your head down and, and see how, see what happens with you. And I was out the squad for, I think, about three or four games. Um, what was that like, short of having to go back in and just go to the lads? Well, the, I had to. It was it was the right thing to do. Um, they didn't, you know, it was a lack of respect to them what I'd done, and I, and I was completely wrong. I was stupid at the time, which I knew, but I'd made my mind up, and I was I was going to have to live with it. What was the feeling of actually like saying it? You the know, no, just, just standing there thinking I, it's just go round and it just went round and shook everyone's hand and apologised. But they know, you know, if it was me. And someone was yeah. be like, what are you about is what it is. You know, we people act differently and do things differently. But um yeah, I got back in a couple of games later I got back in. Um and then we played, I'll never I can't remember who it was. Winning four 0 I think. And I'm thinking, just get me on that. If I can get a goal here, I can there's only a few games left and we were in the play, we were in the top six, so we playoffs were secured. I think just get me on and get me going. And he didn't. Anyway, he told me to go and get warmer about five minutes to go. So I've said under my breath, this is a fucking joke, this. And the assistant manager's heard me. But he's said I've called the manager a fucking joke, which I'd tell you if I did. I just said it was a joke. He's bringing me on for five minutes. 
so he's calling me back anyway and gone so I'm, I'm buzzing and thinking I'm getting on and he's gone what did what did you just say then I said what he went you've just called the guy for a fucking joke I said I never I said it's a fucking joke you're bringing me on with five minutes to go he went right go on come on off you go next minute the ball comes up he made the third sub so th- that was it then that was curtains so that was the end there so what, what, what how, how are you getting out of it have you just got it Cancel a contact, terminate contact, or or just hope someone obviously no a few good for you. Or? Well, I'd I'd spoke to him in the summer. I messaged them, and and I said to him, look, if 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 the door's closed, it's closed. It's my own fault again. I owe my hands up. And, you know, I'm in the wrong. Um, cancel my contract. I go. I go. I go and find another club. Um, but if you're prepared to give me a chance, then you know I'll I'll work as hard as I can to try and. And he did, to be fair to him, he texted me and just said, listen, go away, enjoy your summer. Um, and prove to me that you want to be here when, when we come back for pre-season, which I did, I trained with a personal trainer all summer. Got myself really fit. Um, and he did, he played me in pre-season. I'd done, had a really good pre-season. Um, played pretty much most of the games. And then the season coming, I just didn't didn't feature. Uh and then, yeah, before I knew it, I knew it was curtains then, and, and I asked to go out on loan. said, send me back on loan. I think Kevin Lynch had gone back to Marine. Um, so I'd said, oh, no, sorry, Kevin may still... He, he was still at Marine. He mustn't have left. So I'd messaged Kevin and said, look, just just bring me back to get me games, and let, if, if you want me, I'll, I'll come. I'll... Whatever I need to do, take it on, whatever. I'll do it. Just just get me out of here because I was travelling up there every other day. And when you know you're not playing or you're not going to be in the squad on a Saturday, it was yeah, soul destroying. Yeah. You can pay me whatever they wanted. It didn't matter. Yeah, it's a killer, isn't it? Not being involved, especially travelling, training, but not playing. Torture, isn't it? Yeah, especially going all the way. Like I'd be finishing work and then I'd, I'd, I'd quick bite to eat in the car, hour and a half up the motorway, train Bradford on a Thursday. We trained. At a, at, a, at a sports complex in Bradford so again you, you know I was doing that and then Saturday I'd be on the bench he wouldn't bring me on or I might be lucky if it gets 10 or 15 minutes um, so yeah I spoke to Kevin he spoke to the club took it on most of my wages to, to uh, for them to to let me go um, yeah. had a month there and then went to Colwyn Bay then had a good spell with John I'd, I think I had two months there with, what, with John. How, how did you find this at uh, Colwyn Bay? Great. It, it was good. He had some good, good, really good players there. Sean Williams was there. Uh, Mano, David Mannix. Yeah. He was there. Um, yeah, he had some good players. Some some mid-table conference team at the time. He had Or, or like mid to bottom. Um, but we had a good group. We had to laugh, to be fair. It was good. I then started enjoying it again. So did, did you sort of... Um when you're saying enjoying it, were you, were you just feeling like you were sort of part of a team again and, and more than, you know, travelling and not not being involved and, and getting starts, scoring goals? Yeah, yeah, because at the time, I think he'd, he'd, he brought players in. He, he signed at, at Halifax, he signed the likes of uh, Jason Jarry. He'd won the championship. He weren't asked, just had a cigar out. Was just, yeah. just taking the piss, <laughs> to be honest with you. So I was mixing with them type of people who weren't my... He, he wasn't me, I probably weren't there a cup of tea at the time, so I, I wasn't enjoying it, but yeah, it goes to Colwyn Bay. John was great, fully trusted me. Um, so was he in charge, John? Yeah, time? he was yeah, in yeah. charge, yeah, he spoke really well about me, and, you know, he, he backed me and just wanted me to play, and I scored, I scored a few goals there in my loan spell, but they wouldn't back him to keep me for the rest of the season, I don't think financially. 
they were um, I think John got the bullet not long after I went back. I think it was always in the pipeline. So the club weren't gonna back him to bring people in because the I think the half knew he was he was on a bad time. Yeah. So while while all this is going on, uh, what about the Sunday footy when did you when did you play for the Oyster or, or whoever bef- It wasn't do you know what it wasn't long after that. So I ended up um it's probably about a year later because I called one oh no, the Colvin Bay thing ended. I, I done my media ligament. Sorry. Done my media ligament playing for Colvin Bay. So, so that was a bit of time out, wasn't it? Yeah. So this was like um January, February time. So basically Halifax just said to me, Look, stay away. We'll pay you till the end. Like the manager doesn't want you back, basically. So which was fair enough. So they they just yeah, let let me be then. Um so I was out, I was out for a bit of time. Um and then I got back fit. I went and played in Wales for a couple of games. Um couldn't really take to it playing on a Friday. It just didn't feel it was weird. You know, when you're used to playing like yeah, Tuesday, yeah. Thursday, Saturdays. Routine. Yeah, routine. Um I was at Connor's Key there, only stayed for a short time. And then I think um I can't remember it was at the time. Maybe Thomas or Leighton or Tony Rendell had played with Tony at Marine. So maybe one of them had asked me would was he was he into and I thought the Oyster were always the team here, the in the Sunday League. I remember at the time like at Marine when I was there with Rosie and then they would they would like the paddock against the Oyster at Tramir or yeah. Anfield and stuff. So I used to be it's dead like in the three. highest quality of Sunday football. Yeah. So I was always in three. Then you'd 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 always hear of the Oyster or or the you know the paddock at the time and uh, the Wesley and stuff like that. So, but I'd only always look at it from the outside because I wasn't really from them areas. Um, so I can't remember it. Someone had someone had reached out to me and asked me to the fancy it, and I'd always want I thought I'd see them playing in finals. And the, and the Oyster lads playing at Anfield or Goodison at Tramia. Thought I'd love a little go with that. And then uh, Neil Mack was the manager at the time. I think yeah. he messaged me. So I said, yeah, you know, fucking love to come up and play for you. Um, Evertonians as well. Yeah, good, good family, more, yeah. More than you're in, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I thought, yeah, no, I'd love to. I'd love to get up there. Um, so were you still play. playing Saturdays at the time for, for in, like, the Welsh League and that? No, one? I'd left them. I think I went to... Um, I don't think he was playing at the time. Sully got the manager at Witten and I was messaging Sully to get oh, me up right, at Witten yeah. and uh, he he'd spoke to a few people who were like, look, you just uh, probably just leave it for the time being until you get your feet under the table. So, no, I don't think I was. I think I was just playing, playing on a Sunday for the Oyster. Decent. So, how, how did you find sort of Saturday footies into the the Sunday footy and the uh, the blood and thunder of the, the Sunday footy. I, it was good. I enjoyed it, to be fair. It's just um, proper competitive, isn't it? You, you yeah, know. which is what you want, because you don't want to be turning up and beating teams. And I think it's a lot more competitive now, but no, it was good, and I, and I enjoyed it. to be. It was a little eye-opener, because it was sort of a bit different to, to what I was used to. Um, but it was good. They were on by like Neil and Sean and his, and his arm man, and they had good people on the line, and the lads were good. They had all, all some and some, some top players as well. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. Well, did did you ever go for the paddock at, at one stage? No, no, I thought no. I, I, I had a thing in me that you you'd played for the paddock at, at one point. No, so were you when you were playing for the Oyster? Though, were you always got one eye on trying to get back into Saturday footy. At, no, no. To be honest with you, I did took it if it come. Yeah, it, if it, if it come, which I think it did, I did took it. But I was happy. I was I was genuinely happy. I was playing. It was nice to just play without the pressure or putting pressure on yourself on a Saturday and things like that. But I still took it because you had to. You had to take it serious because the you was playing with with good players who probably wouldn't have accepted you turning up and. 
and and yeah. not not doing doing what you what you should do. To be honest, it's sort of like the firepower that the Oyster had round about that time. Yourself, Leighton, Tom, Dean Ashbury, if he, if he would have been there, Fawzi. Yeah. yeah, well, talented I think, lads who, who could play at a high level on a Saturday. Yeah, no, no they did. They were all they were all good players in their own right. Um, I think Thomas was injured. I think I, I don't know what he had done. No luck with injuries over the no, years. Thomas. he was injured, or he was injured when I signed, and I don't think he never played. I don't think for for the remainder of the season while I was there. Um, but no, the lads you mentioned, yeah, they were all they were all good yeah, players. Good so was that the year the run to the national final? The, the Lost the national cup final that what that Blackburn yeah 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 so again that was the highlight for me I I wanted to to, to obviously play in the national cup um and we had a good run um I can't remember who, who, who we beat along the way we beat some good teams I think we beat a, a Liverpool team might have been the Garston at Wally Hall Park that was a big highlight for me um good crowd up there on on a good setup I scored in that beat someone at uh, where the Omar bargain play. Yeah, older old. Yeah. yeah, I think we played a team from around Leeds. Leeds were a good team. Beat them. I think we we yeah, we, we hammered them. I think we hammered them and then I don't know whether that may have been the semi final and then played a, a northeastern team at Blackburn, which was which was brilliant for me. Like that was obviously the reason why I wanted to, to be part I of it. I remember Leighton saying that in one of them games where you just hold your hands up and say, you know, they were a good side, then we just we weren't at our best on the day, but you know, you hold your hands up and say, you know, they were they were a good side. They were they were a good side, but I just think um, on the day, yeah, like you say, sometimes you have them games, don't you? Where you don't perform, and I think I think with with the Oyster, obviously the calibre of player they've got, if three or four at the, the your top level, and on it on the day, you're gonna struggle, and they were a good team, and felt like that from the off. Really, we one nil down, one all, two one down, two all, and. We ended up losing four two, but yeah, like yeah, like at home what I, what Leighton said, it's one of them days. It's, a, it's still like an unbelievable achievements in it, Blackburn with with the lads basically, and just unfortunate not not to uh, not to get your hands on it and and sort of bring it home. So when when did you go to my mate uh, Leeds on a feed and he shine you a couple of times, or or was he involved with was it Glossop? Yeah, it was. It, I think it was not long after that. So I think. Um, yeah, it was. It may have been that summer. Um, yeah, I had a phone call off uh, the manager at the time, Chris Wilcox. He phoned me. They just got to Wembley, Lee. Um, yeah. And they, they, yeah, so they'd been beating at Wembley and then he phoned me. They'd just come up to the the Vostich First Division, I think it was, or the Northern Premier, whatever it was at the time. But to be honest with you, I had no ambition to, to drop a thought. I don't really want to go down too low because... If I do, I'll probably just call it a day. Not being arrogant or not, and that was just my mindset. Yeah. Um, and I went into Skem. Tommy Lawson had been on, so I thought, you know what, I'll have a little goal Skem. I've never played for them. Tommy seems a decent fella, and he had good lads like Paul Wilcott, who had mentioned Tony yeah. Rendell was yeah. there. Um, so Lee he was there at one point as a coaching where he? Was he, yeah, That Skem. was a few years before, though, I think, yeah. Yeah, so I went there, um, and I think the Thursday before that, the season starts on the Saturday. He <laughs> left me out. I played all the pre-season, scored about seven or eight goals. And Tommy had named the squad, and he pulled me and went, hey, oh, "You're not, you're not going to be, you're not going to be in the squad Saturday." And I was like, "Are you messing?" 
he went and he was like, no, no, I think. So I just went, ah, oh, whatever. No, I won't be waiting around here because it was totally out of the blue. I wasn't expecting. I played every minute of every game in pre-season. I still don't fully understand. Um, so I had to message Lee and Chris and I just said to him, look, I'm, I'm available. Do you want me to, you know, come and sign? Now when I did, I signed and I had a cracking season with them. I think I finished on about 30 odd goals that season for them. Um, so but I enjoyed your footy again. Oh, it was boss, it was brilliant with Lee. Um, one of my really good mates now. Um, although we've, we was Steve Murphy there as well? Was he coaching? No, at the time? I think Murphy, he'd, he'd gone, gone, yeah, he'd gone yeah. Um, so it was just Lee and Chris, they had a brilliant dressing room. There was no money at all in the club, but it didn't matter. Um, he had the right people together, good characters. Um, and we got to the playoffs that season. We had, he had a Put a brilliant squad together, to be fair. One of the best dressing rooms I've been part of. It was really good. Yeah, it means a lot, doesn't it, to have, especially if a club hasn't got loads of dough. It's about getting the camaraderie right in it for yeah. everyone. To and having Lee involved, you know what he's like as a character. He was brilliant yeah. for that. Yeah, Bosch. Bosch loves, loves his footy as well. Yeah. So it, when he went to, did he go to Ramsbottom after yeah. the, did you go there as well? Yeah. Did you have, what, so what, what was that like there? The summer just gone. Um, yeah, I was there. I was made. I went. I went Whitley. Funnily enough, for his interview for the job. Um, did you, yeah, because yeah, I had a good. <laughs> I had a good. The chairman liked me, uh, Ari. So I went with him anyway, and he got the job. And he was like a big part of. You know, you're bringing him back as he's staying with us and all that. So I was like, yeah, I'm on board. Whatever he's doing, I'm. You know, if you want, I'm in. Um, but you know, footy work sometimes things just don't work out and. Yeah, that thing with me and Lee, it just didn't work out, to be fair. So were you sort of be going as part of the staff as well? No, no, no. Playing, yeah. No, I was playing. I was playing. Yeah. Um, played pre-season. We'd had a good pre-season, to be fair. Um, and first game, we played City of Liverpool, first game, with drawing nil-nil. And I, I don't blame Lee for what happened. I blame the people he had around him. I think, I think he, he had the wrong people around him who possibly, you know, were... You know, feeding them a little bit, and I don't think they took to me. One of them, I know, didn't we didn't really get on. We respected each other. A lad called Lynx, he's from from Mothersfield, but he, because I'd always kept his mates out the team, he couldn't get his mates in the team. He had a little agenda for me, so I think he had the wrong people around him at the time. But he brought me off. I think on about seventy minutes, which was like, what? He brought took me off for a winger at nil nil, which was like, couldn't believe anyway. Um, they went on a little run. I think they won four games, but I'd, I think I'd score four in four for them. But I was on the bench. He put me on the bench anyway, which it was what it was. But I'd scored four in four. I made one start away to Workington, who were top of the league, best team in the league. And we drew. It sorry, we got beat one nil. And then we were playing Bootle on the Saturday, and he phoned me and he was like, um, "I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna go back to the team that's won four in four." So I was like, well, you've scored seven goals in them four games. I've scored four of them. Like, your, your argument doesn't... The facts don't back your arguments up. So anyway, he did. We played Bootle. He left me. I was on the bench. And and at that point, I've made my mind up then. Cause does, that hurt, does that hurt your pride a bit as well? Because it was Bootle and, you know... Uh, yeah, well, I went back to Bootle a few weeks later and we beat them 2-0 on the score. So, yeah, because that's where I started. And it was the first time my dad was going to... Which, which, again, these little things where... As a mate, I thought he'd done me a little bit because my dad hadn't been to watch me for years. It was on my doorstep. I thought my me, me little girl will come up with my missus, who Lee close with anyway. 
and so I thought even for th- even if you don't fancy me as a player as I may come on bit of sentiment let me play which I didn't say to him at the time but I thought he should know that um, which he didn't and he played a kid he started a kid on his debut called Ronaldo yeah. This kid who someone had someone had no 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 I I think he got sucked off at half time and he was never seen again, but it was a game where you're just thinking you, you pick your you pick your your local if you're going to coming to like Bootle or Prescott or someone like that they're not easy games yeah you, people know it if anyone knows exactly what to expect it's the likes of yourself yeah um, so I knew then when 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 he'd made his mind up that I weren't starting that game I'd, I'd made my mind up I was done then I thought I'm I'm done with football now. Um, if I can't work with a good mate of mine and it's not going to I just thought I'm and it was the only time I've left the club really where I can say that's probably not my doing that because the times I've left fell out of Chester and Halifax it was I hold my hands up I was I was an idiot at the time and, and it, I regret it now looking back but that was the only time I can laugh about and say that wasn't my fault <laughs> it was another uh, skull yeah it was it was his fault but uh, no what happens it's football you, you you fall out with people at times we, 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 we're good mates again now me and Lee we, we've we've made up um, he, I spoke to him in the summer he advised me on a few things what what I was looking to do now um, he's probably one of the first people I spoke to but yeah coming back to that yeah it just just didn't work out with me and him so i uh, when you've when you've walked out of there, are you thinking that's him throw me hand in with this foot? You can't be arsed with this with what goes with it. Yeah, that was my intentions to be fair. Because I thought I just thought I'm I'm done now. I've had enough. Um, which was my intentions. And then Mano, we was speaking about before. He, he he messaged me straight away, and he was the assistant to Glossop, going back to to my old club. And I was like, Nah, meet him. Um, I'm just gonna have a break now. I thought I'll get Christmas out the way, and then. See, see where I'm up to get fit again and, and see anyway he messaged me a week later and um, he was like look like just come and play a few games and see like we're playing we're, be, we're, bat- we're battering teams but we're just not scoring um, so he sold me on that and I thought music to a striker's ears that yeah way. so I thought you know what I'll go, I'll go and have a go I've got a good relationship with, with, with all the people at the club and it, it's a cracking club probably the best club I've played for in non-league for everything what they just offer um, and I've always done well there. So yeah, I went and signed and finished the season on nineteen. Um, played, yeah, we played Rami um, at Glossop, which was a game. I thought, you know what? I don't think I've ever been as nervous playing a game because I thought, like, this is me for you. This I'm, I'm gonna show you how, how much of a mistake you've you've uh, you done by by you know orchestrating what happened with us and we beat them three 0 scored set two up, scored the first. Good goal, set two up, beat them three nil. So I was buzzing. And, and obviously, uh, your fans with the the Glossop fans, because Lee's at Ramsbottom, would have been a bit of a yeah, like what they've seen as a little bit of we need to beat these type thing. Yeah, no, they did, they did. Everyone, everyone was, um, everyone knew how important it was for me. That was one of the games where I was looking forward to. Thought um, I can't wait till we till we play use. So what was the uh, the thought behind? Obviously. What you do now, going going into like assistant managing and that was, was that something you'd always wanted to do? Absolutely not. No, no. To be honest, I still still trying to figure out how it's happened now. To be honest <laughs> with you, I was um, no. I thought when I'm done with footy, I'm done. I thought I'll probably always be in four corners. We probably help making that out in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I was away. I was I was away with me with me with my family the other week, and I got a message off uh, Dave Wilde, the manager now. 
And he was like, I've got a good chance of getting a Linux job. I want you to come in as my assistant. I thought he was winding me up. Because I haven't spoke to Dave for a, for a good few years. Not like with their close footy mates or nothing. Um, so I was like, yeah. He said, no, I still want you to play, but I want you to come in as my assistant. So I was thinking, oh, man, I was like, I have never, I can't coach or never done anything like that. So I thought, go ahead, yeah, I'll have a go. So yeah, whatever, because I thought he, he might not get the job and it's, it'll, it, you know, I it'll just blow it. away. Um, anyway, a couple of days later, he messaged me. He was like, I've got the job or we've got the job. So I was like, shit, I've agreed to something here. I, I wasn't <laughs> I fully... I can't pull out <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I was like, right, I'm away, Dave. I said, I'm back Wednesday. As soon as I'm back, like, we'll catch up. We're going to have to sit down and obviously tell me what you want from me because I've never, something I've never done, never, like, managed the kids' team or anything like that. So um, I get, get home about a week and a half ago now and he just said, right, we had a conversation. Um, went in and met, met the chairman and all that. And yeah, it's been brilliant, to be fair. Really good. So what what uh, what sort of what sort of state do you find the club in? But you know, how how would he get on before the change of managers and that? They got well. If it was if it was another club at our level, I wouldn't have done it. I'd have just said no. Um, but if he got the manager up and said, "Do you want to come play?" I'd, I'd have obviously had the thought about it. But they got beat by Marine in the playoff final. Linnets. Um, they were ten minutes away from beating Marine and going up. So. The setup's unbelievable. Yeah, they've got similar setup to Bootle. Probably not as used as Bootle, so it stays better throughout the season. Um, I think they finished with about 700 fans average at home. Um, Decent budget where you can go and be competitive. Um, And obviously, yeah, I'd I'd played there. I'd I'd had a little spell at Linnets a a couple of seasons back, so they were aware of me. They were happy to get me back in. Obviously, I'd finished the season, third leading goal scorer in the league, so... Playing as well, they were happy. Yeah, yeah. They were happy getting me back in. Um, so it's now it's been good. It's been ch- challenging. Not trying to sign players like you're offering players who were at lesser clubs at our level. There was two kids who I was desperate to sign from Glossop. One, the both kids really. I think they can go and have a really good career. Um, and I was trying to sign them, and it weren't even financially what we were offering them. It was okay what we were offering them, but I'm, I'm trying to trying to offer them like. The, the, the setup and coming into a better squad yeah, and a platform, team that's yeah. going to be competing a good platform to really to come in and express yourself and it's a platform similar to what Chester were offering me where you deliver you can kick on yeah. and I just couldn't understand they, 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 they wanted to stay in the comfort zone where they were and they were like oh I'm guaranteed to play here and I said no but you're playing in a team that's going to lose 60-70% of the games you're coming to a team that's going to win 60, 70 or expected to win. You're going to you're gonna develop a lot better and you kick on and we've just brought Billy Painter in now as our first team coach who's been at Everton. Oh, and was that the old Swindon? Swindon, yeah, yeah, yeah Billy. Yeah. Um, he was a slot of him, wasn't he? Yeah, Billy was. Yeah, he's had a great career so he's got all his, he's as qualified he as anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's only yeah? from Littlands. Oh, can I get him on the pod? I didn't know he's a Scouser. Yeah, no, will definitely. Yeah, he's he got to, some... He used to sign him on chat manager when I was a youngster. <laughs> Billy Painter, he was always worth goals him, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, oh, so he's, he's, he's in on your sort of got him, yeah, so we Bosch, announced him, yeah, we Bosch. announced him um, yesterday. So, right. offering that to a player, that's what I couldn't get my head around because if they'd have come in to sign me, I would have snapped his hand off. I'll come in, whatever, don't even yeah. just because of, of the whole setup and 
So that's diff that's difficult trying to get my head around, trying to like why why I can't yeah, I couldn't get them. So yeah, a bit mad. So have, has anyone got their eye on sort of the, the local untapped talents? You know, you you your top sort of Sunday league or your top Saturday amateurs. Well I think Lee's Lee's had a go, Manny. Lee's more in touch with all that than me. because um, Sunday's is my little family day. I'm out with my missus wouldn't wouldn't uh, let me. But I might have to, you know, when the when the season starts, yeah. the Sunday league starts dipping in and out and going to watch watch some of the games. Um but no I'm a bit out of touch with that to be honest with you. Have um, you had anyone just on the phone out of blue from Forty-two-year-old striker on the phone. <laughs> I had a couple of messages on Twitter going, "How's that come about, lads?" And then seeing people putting like, "Hey, and I'm back in pre-season, I'm getting fit." For no, to be honest with you, no. But it, but listen, I'd I'd, lo- I'd love to. I think you can unearth some gems in this city. There's some talent in this city, especially especially playing at the at the uh, the level of playing on a Sunday. Yeah, just competitive as ever, as we've seen lately. You know. Never for the campy, yeah. Ben Garrity, or lads who've you've played for like your Warringtons and your Islands yeah. and all that, and then end up in the football league. Doing it really can well. happen. It can happen. You've only got to have. I think nowadays it's easier to to do it nowadays than than it is than it was like ten years ago. My time, I think nowadays the clubs will they'll take a chance on you, especially because I think football's evolved now. It's gone better. The lower down you come, certainly in the non-league circuit, like the the counties or. You know the the Brex level now, um, the Evo Stick first or the Prem, the standards getting better every year. Yeah. People, there's there's more money about, so better players are staying where it's more convenient with travel and, and stuff like that. And like you say, yeah, there's the Liverpool the Liverpool Sundays as competitive as a Counties League in my eyes. What about um, some of your like your R clubs where you could you might be able to get like youngsters in on loan the likes of filed and that. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, definitely used to explore, isn't it? Yeah, it's but again it's new to me, so uh, it's not something I've really um I I've given any thought to, but I know the uh, the squad, I think we retained ninety percent of the squad. So you're dealing with good players anyway, so it's not like you're yeah, gonna have to lads, yeah. yeah, and and we've added we've added two or three already. Um so, but no, that's definitely some an avenue that you'll you'll have to explore. So that it won't be a bad thing. I don't know whether many will do me a favour. Like, but <laughs> you just say I'll teach them. I'll teach them the things that I wasn't so good at in terms of holding my tongue. Yeah. Where, where, that's what I can offer. To, yeah. I can offer someone what yeah, not to it, do. Like life experience yeah. in in the game, and obviously everyone knows strikers are feisty, aren't they? Especially when they're, they're not getting what they want. So it, yeah. A selfish breed, and that's you know you can't really take that out of yeah. out of strikers. Otherwise, you take away something. Yeah, that. you lose the edge, yeah. and yeah. So anyway, I'll be uh, I'll be keeping an eye on on uh, the Linnets and and see hopefully how we get on. I keep an eye on that. I'm, that that's that's uh, made up about Billy Painter as well. Built that. I didn't know that. Yeah. After I keep an eye on that. So right, should we try and have a go at building a, a perfect? Short of amateur or non-league or even a little bit of professional uh, footy player, mate. So I always yep. start with the left peg. Left so peg. the best left pegs you've seen or played with or against or whatever over the years. Left peg. Any decent le- any decent player with a left foot, they've always got a wand on them, yeah. haven't they? Seems to yeah. always be. Um, left foot, I'd say, Libby Barnes. Yeah, who's that? I don't know. One of my good mates, Sam, it's his brother, yeah. two twins. They were at Stockport. Um, Louis was at Warrington. He had a couple of seasons at Warrington um, with cards, and he, he he works away now. So we couldn't commit, so he's just 
madness really because he's a really 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 good player but yeah he stopped playing now but I'd go with him so was, was it like for scoring goals or spray, left back spraying left just, back yeah, yeah like, like del- yeah deliveries driving a ball um, switching plays and that now he, he was technically very good boss new name on me I like it I like it uh, right foot right foot Um it's always harder because everyone well not everyone but most people are right footed but yeah. he's just got that sort of you know that zip like you're Alonso's and that I always like class them as having a different right foot to, to others do you know what I'd say Joe Joe Fowler yeah Joe Fowler yeah because he played right back a lot he was a centre mid Joe but he was technically very one of the well, he's one of the best the best they've played with Joe was he yeah, yeah. is that is that a uh, was it the sort of level that you were playing at? Did, did you think he could? He was he good. Could kick on or? He could have, yeah. He, I don't know whether he did play either Marino or whether he was at whether he was at somewhere as a youngster. But yeah, Joe was Joe was brilliant. Who's touch touch player? Who, who was it? Who, who, does it have any like sort of you know foil strike partners? Who do you just zip it into and you knew it was? Yeah, I always look at like someone like Trundle. His touch was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I go with Wacker with that. Yeah, Wacker, he'd, he'd always be, when when I started early doors with him, he'd be the vocal point. Yeah. That wasn't my game, so, yeah, I'd say him, touching. He'd be one of them who'd sort of, like, get it under, get get it down, lay it off and spin Yeah, it, even fit, yeah, he spin. Just, was he throwing you? No, no, that's what he'd do. That, pin that, and that, Yeah, pin, yeah. set, spin, or first time down the corner, yeah. and then spin himself. Uh, skill, who were the dribblers, or, you know, the tricksters? Skill, I'd say... Uh, going back to the start I'd say uh, Philly Townley for that when he was doing anything with a ball yeah so was that when he was striker with you yeah when he was younger yeah he'd, he'd be he'd you'd be in his house he'd be in the garden with a ball doing you know when Ronaldinho would be doing all uh, the skills and it'd be all over Joga Benita yeah all that stuff <laughs> he'd be um, he'd be just practising that for, for, for hours on end doing all mad stuff with a ball quality uh, heading ability who were the monsters in the air um, I'd go with my brother for that one, our Paul. Yeah. Um, he was a really good, really good header of a ball. Yeah, uh, good target man. But I seen him. I've seen him score a few really good headers on Buckleal. Some some good goals with his head. Awesome. Was he good uh, on the defensive side of things as well? Uh, yeah, not yeah. anyone up top. You could you could head the ball. Always got to get back. back for all get the back from post or in that all. Yeah. It was him. I could have went with him with the touch as well. But uh, yeah, heading ability. That was the that was the one for him. Uh, speed. Who's the quickest? Speed. Um, the whippets. Fastest I play with. Do you know what I go with? Um, there was a kid at Marine, Steve Jono, yeah. from Aiton. Yeah, um, yeah, little Jono, he was good. He was rapid. He was very quick. Very, very, very good player as well. Him was good. Strength. Strength. Go with Steve Ozzy on that. He just stick his ass out. Yeah, he used his body well. Yeah, he did. He? he did use his body well. He could hold it and, and he could hold it off, but he, he was really strong. He was a big kid as well. Deceiving, Steve, wasn't he? Because you'd, like, you wouldn't say he was quick or anything, but he'd still cover the ground. He, he, could, he yeah. was fit, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he yeah. could hold it off as well because he was strong. He had big, he had big, massive legs and a big arse, so he could he could, he could keep you away, like, yeah. Yeah, he was a top player. Then. Who was the fittest? Who was in the best, Nick? Fittest player? Um do you know what? There was a lad at Halifax, um, and and we had some fit lads. I thought I was fit, and we done done a twelve minute run on a track, and you had the minimum you had to do was eight laps, two mile. 
Um, and a few of us were just scraping it, and there was a lad, uh, Jason St. Justice's name was, I think he'd done about nine laps, nine and a half laps, slapping yeah, us, yeah. he was slapping us on the last <laughs> one. He was, yeah, he was, um, he was, yeah, he just was. Just get them freaks, don't you, like yeah. Milner? You know, yeah. he's coming back to the pool now, 35 or whatever he is, 36, and still just killing everyone on the bleeps and the acid all. Some people don't even have to train, and they've just got it, and, you know, yeah, some people are lucky. Right, keepers. Goalkeeper. Who were the top cats you played with or against any any that you come up against and go, oh, hell. Best keeper I've played with. Um, um probably off the top of my head was the the kid of filed who's at Stockport now, Ben Inchcliffe. Yeah. Has he yeah. gone to Stockport? I think you? he's been at Stockport for the last three years. I think he's won like the golden loving and the conference for about three years on the run. He was a good keeper. What was the the sort of difference in your, you know, professional eleven goal? Level goalies to your short and non league, then down to you. Yeah, your amateur consistency. You just see it, yeah. You can like the, the simple, they just do the simple things easy. Yeah, it just it's natural, not like the kicking and just just the basic stuff. What they do, what they do it really well, make it look easy. Don't yeah, you? who's the, the funniest and the madmen, the loonies? But you've had a few of them over the years. Um, you? I'd put Lee in that bracket, yeah, yeah, he's off his head, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> He went to Vazak, he was a couple of years older than me in our school. Oh, funny. Yeah, I've had some funny nights out with him. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say him. He, he strike. There was a couple, there was a, there was twins at Glossop who were just on another level, to be fair. Good lads, but just... Jedwood, was it? <laughs> la- yeah, like them, yeah. Draft as a brush, but good lads, but they were, they, yeah, they were off the heads. Who had the, the best leadership? Captains, managers, or even just anyone who sort leadership of, you know, for a player. Um, I'd probably say my mate Sam. We just signed him now for that reason. Uh, Sam Barnes as a leader, giving aspirant Eddie. Yeah. Um, talks constantly. Um, good player. Yeah, I'd, I'd say him. Is he one of them? Like what you said, they lead by example when they go and get stuff. You can say. Yeah, anything. yeah. Good centre half. Just gets on with his job. Defence. Talk will. Orchestrates people through games and stuff. Now he's a, he's he's a, he's a leader. So a similar one attitude. Who sort of got the best out of themselves, or always dedicated and sort of reliable. Um, attitude wise, I'd say myself for that one. Attitude wise, yeah, yeah, probably got the, the maximize what I had. I wasn't the best footballer, but my attitude was probably what. What's prolonged me now to still be playing at a good level? Yeah, and like what you said before, obviously you, you thought there's there's no clubs in for me. Where you know where where do I go from here? And then to kick on and, and basically yeah. play Sevilla, yeah, play the professional game. Yeah. No boss or like that. Uh, dirtiest, dirtiest player. Who's the filthiest? Fucking <laughs> hell, um, dirtiest player. So you could do, could do you know what? There's no stand out for me. Josh Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Josh, not he, he wasn't. I wouldn't say he was a dirty player, but if he was going in with a fifty-fifty with him, I'd just let him have it. Yeah, committed. Yeah, you just, just, just that you can have it. <laughs> Loved the tackle, but he was good. He was, he was good. Really good at a tackle. Loves a tackle, doesn't he? Who else? Who was your other one? You were going to say two then? Um, Tony Rendell could mix it, couldn't he, when he had to? Yeah, Tony, yeah, he wouldn't strike me as being, yeah, strong, but he, he wouldn't say he was dirty, or from, from when I was in, but no, he was, Tony was strong, yeah. Um, more thinking of like a centre forward with his arms and elbows and standing on you and stuff like that, but 
All yeah. the dark arts, the, the horrible ones. Yeah, yeah. What were you like for that yourself in terms of... No, not really, no. That wasn't really... Interested, no. No, no, I could... If, yeah, if you're at to, if it's centre-half, you know, come through the back, you're all left one on you. You'd always... Look after yourself. Yeah, you'd have to, yeah, try and catch someone like with a little, little arm or... What about best goal you've scored, been involved in, or... Best goal I've scored... Any that stands out for you? Um, stands out. I'm just trying to think for one with a, with a bit of meaning. Um, scored a few good goals. There's uh, one that stands out. Probably, yeah. There's there's one that stands out to me. Um, was for Halifax when I was on loan, where I've one on one with a centre half, and he's forced me wide, and I've took it wide, got a yard on him, and just dinked it about twenty five yards out into into the far corner. Keeper was just stranded in no man's land, just into the far. Uh, top corner. Little Cantona one. Yeah, no, just a little one. stab, yeah. Love them, me. Best, no, hardest away, anywhere where you went with no particular joy or anywhere you hated to go and just because it was... Do you know what? Yeah. There's, yeah, there's one. FC United. Yeah. Never beat them. Played against them numerous times. Never beat them. Never played well against them, to be fair. I think of that one decent game, which was at Marine. Years ago, we drew one all, but... Never beat them. Ne- always struggled against them. It was just a horrible place to go. I think sometimes you'd, you'd, you'd get the occasion to get yeah, the better yeah. of you. Sort of. I, I, I used to think that when Liverpool had played United, when a couple of years ago, we were just as good as them or, or even better than them. But then you, you go there and play the occasion, don't you? Yeah. You, get, you get sort of dragged away from, from your natural game. and into yeah. the, what, what was it like but away at their gaff? It was good because when when the last uh, the majority of the time it was at Gig Lane, Berry, so it it'd be boss, it'd be a brilliant occasion for you going to Berry. It was on yeah, a car, yeah. proper stadium, so you'd probably you'd you'd always get overawed by it. Then you'd have loads of fans there who'd just be giving you abuse, and they always had good teams, and yeah, so it was just good occasion to go and play, but it just wasn't an enjoyable one because we never done anything. They always used to just beat us. Yeah, I suppose as well. But if you were playing for Marine all that shit with Lawless years ago, that's probably they're probably yeah, still yeah, they probably still yeah. are on Marine's case, aren't they? Yeah, you know? Lawless and Sean, yeah. No, that was after me, but I remember it very well, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um knockout pairs then, so you gotta pick yourself a partner for knockout pairs. Rainford FC, who you going for, mate, and, and why? For a partner in, in, in pairs. So you can go, well, you might have your assistant manager's head on here and go pure tactical. <laughs> throw, throw a defender in or, or, a, yeah. or a creative midfielder or something or um, just go all out attack. Yeah, go all out attack, fuck it. Probably get us the sack after 10 games. Um, what would you go with? you got to think about the phone calls that are going to come, come, mm. come your way when, when this goes out as well. Do you know what? I'll, I'll go with my brother on that one. I'll play with him. Um, he can hold her up. He can be the physical one. So he's he, and he can say, "I'm selfish." So he he can't score. He's got to give it to me yeah, to score. So he, he's going to be the target man in the seven. Yeah, and you're good. You're yeah. going to be. He can be the batter run the, and run the channels yeah. and put it in the corner. Yeah. No, boss mate. I'm sure he'll be uh, he'll be made up with that as well. So thanks very much for coming in, mates. And uh, we we appreciate you sharing your story with us, mates. And, and obviously. We've we've been uh, we've had it in the diary, haven't we, for a few weeks? But yeah. we've got there in the end, and obviously this is the the uh, the new batch after we've had our little break, mate. So more than uh, more than glad to get you in, mate, and get it done. Thank you for having me. I've thanks enjoyed for, that. Thanks very much, Jaita, mate.